when the lives come out, just so I don't have to worry about rushing to get it out. I used to do that, and that shit gets exhausting. But yeah, I anybody that wants to start a show, I say start one and try to do at least ten episodes. Right. Don't worry about the numbers. Fuck the numbers. Ignore that shit. Just do it. Just do it. Have fun with it. Enjoy it. Kind of like what I mean. You guys should know for making films. You just do it because you want to do it. And I love that's how literally end, why we did it. Yeah. I love how at the very at the end part where it said. Just a bunch of kids. I just just a bunch of kids. I want to make films. Yeah. That's when it makes films. I was like, I respect that. Yeah. I respect that. I get that. Yeah, we've been we've been friends and and doing this for damn decades now. Huh? Nice. Most of our original stuff is lost on uh, VHS somewhere. So. so did you guys start this as like a child? Are you guys childhood friends? Yeah, that's mm-hmm. how we met, Josh mm-hmm. and I. Oh, so let's let's talk about that because it ties into the whole film making. Then I guess you know we'll start with that. Uh, yeah, I was working with a mutual friend of ours, uh, Nicholas, the writer of um, of uh, Crystal Lake, and uh, he said one day he's like, "Hey, man, do you want to come over? My friend Josh is is hanging out with us." And I was like, "Yeah, sure, whatever." And so we go over there, and within 30 minutes, Josh has me in a costume. I think I was Dark Lord Cronus, just like stepping We're out. We're doing of a some, Star Wars movie. Yeah, <laughs> stepping out of some weeds and horrible choreography with plastic lightsabers. It was uh, love at first sight, I guess you'd say. <laughs> That's awesome, though. Yeah. That's awesome. And the, the funny thing is with me and him, the way we met was through a mutual friend, and he was just like, yo, you guys both create content. You guys are both car guys blah 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 and it went from that to where we're at now like what two years later yes sir we can talk to each other more than we talk to that to that fool now (laughs) yeah right pretty much but uh so it's cool that you guys you are both into something like that and then became friends through that and just continue to work with each other on creating films which is has to be fun what's good dadpool dp so what? When was what, okay? What, what was your first film, and how old were you when you did it? The first film that like uh, I actually ever like edited and put together was uh, about an evil Furby killing people. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. truly remember that film, and that's where I first met you guys. Yep, <laughs> that's yep. so cool. Yeah, I, uh, I um. It was for school, actually. They they wanted me to do like a project, and we all got together and made a, a movie um, about yeah. Because at that time, like you know, Furbies were big. I mean, this had to be Ricky. When was this? Two thousand seven, maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, before that. Oh no, way it was long. way back. Yeah, we were in like oh. middle school when we did that. It was like oh, okay. I think we were like seventh, eighth grade. Oh yeah, two thousand four. Yeah, then, back, yeah. yeah. And that's when you you actually he actually approached me and was like, "Hey, we're looking for a guy. It's kind of big and kind of looks mean. Can you just be the bully in the film?" I'm like, "I guess." And we weren't even friends yet. And he was and just didn't like, you beat like, somebody okay. up in the bathroom or something in the movie or something? It like was that? uh, I was a bully to Taylor's character in the movie, and then like yeah. I ended up being like a big whiny baby or whatever, and like I wasn't yeah. really that mean. I just had like issues. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that was the that was the line. Yeah, Furby's gonna eat your soul. Like that's what he said. Eat your soul. Somebody. Yeah. 
Now, is this something we can watch, or is this something that's lost in the no, archives? No, dude, this is like archived. Like, ah. I think a few people probably have a copy of it. Like, I know for a fact my sister has a copy of it somewhere. She does. Really? She has it. Yeah. No way. She has a disc yeah, of it. I've seen it a while back. Yeah, she does have a copy of it. So that's crazy. Yeah, oh, you got you. You got to get that copy up on YouTube. <laughs> yeah, you just throw it up there. Like, yo, this is where we started. But, and, no, is, but like, as bad as it may be, or as good as or as bad as it may be, but maybe it's inspire some others that are thinking about. I want to do my own films, and it's like, right. These guys started from this, and they're at this, and and may, maybe it's someone that just does like TikTok videos and YouTube videos, and just kind of understands lighting and angles, and they're just like, okay, mm-hmm. so I, I I understand that they may understand more things than what filmmakers did. 10 20 years ago because a lot of things you can do on your phone now and you have to have a certain you know what i mean because you have to have certain lighting for certain women are great with that shit they fucking do it since day one but (laughs) but seriously though like those angles and all that and people that are just doing them short form videos and all that so they kind of get the angles maybe not as good as a as a regular film creator but still they get some of those angles and then you're doing these things from phones now so it would be cool to put that up there so people are like like they can not just saying like if they could do it I can do it but it's like they put this out there I can put my thing out there now right right build on from there and hopefully keep going and going and going because it's it's a bumpy road but it's fun with any type of content creation um so after that we started doing like Batman films um nice those are still lost in the archives a bit too a little bit a little bit yeah those are a little um so. The YouTube channel you guys watched Friday on, that is actually our like newer channel. Mm-hmm. We actually used to have an older channel that had almost the same amount of subscribers. Oh, wow. um, yeah, and it was called Little Demon Films. And uh, somehow we got locked out. <laughs> and we, never back in. So we just started over. We just started over from scratch. And dude, I mean, in no time, we had back up to 10, 20,000 subscribers, and then we just rolled with it. So Nice. But, um, Awesome. Our YouTube channel actually got really famous off of Yu-Gi-Oh. Um, we made this Yu-Gi-Oh series. It was like the first series where like we used like hologram cards and stuff, and like it just blew up, dude. It was like overnight, boom. We had like thousands and thousands of subscribers, and it just kept growing. We have a Facebook page that has like five thousand followers on it. Nice. Like wow. people, like they just it was just like a cult following for a while, and um. A few of those videos have a million views, honestly. Nice. And uh, that's really kind of where we started on YouTube. But then we started, uh, it was one day I was in, I was in Spirit Halloween and I got a Michael Myers mask and I was like, I want to do a horror movie. And I called up Nick and we started talking about it and we made Halloween. We made a Michael Myers movie. And then that kind of, we, we got like, I think we have maybe a couple thousand, a hundred thousand views on that video. And we're like, all right, well, let's keep it going. So um, one night I was laying in bed and I was like, let's make a Friday the 13th movie. Now, spoiler alert, I hate Friday the 13th. Mm. <laughs> so no way. I never knew that. Fan. Like, I never was like a fan, fan of the franchise. Like, I never cared about it. Hmm. But then something in me was like, I want to make one. And through making one, now I love Friday the 13th. Like, absolutely. Nah, love it. Like, there you go. So yep. crazy how much it's changed. Like, now he's easily one of my favorite icons and all this stuff. It's just weird how it changed. Like, it's, making our awesome. own film just, yeah, it was just so cool. I always used to think they were so campy and silly. And that's kind of why we made our film campy and silly. And now I love it. So, 
so I like weird. that. I like that. It, it, I mean, I get it though. I get it because you just after, like you said, after doing it, being on set and creating it, you're like, let me check these movies out again. Holy shit! Exactly. These are yeah, well, we did. We did go watch oh, a few of them, and um, uh, actually, the first night we ever starts writing the script. Victor uh, used to have this friend at the movie theater that would give him big ass bags of popcorn and he brought it over and we all just sat in a corner, like not in a corner, we sat in like a circle and we just started spitting ideas and it just evolved. It was, it was crazy. I remember that night and we, we watched. Are you shitting uh, me right now? Never Hike Alone. And that was the big one at mm-hmm. the time, the big fan film. And oh, shit. Like Are you fucking million. kidding me right now? You all right, bro? I got a bat in my room, bro. Oh my gosh, dude! Uh, that's amazing. Yeah. Speaking of Batman, yeah, <laughs> he probably muted his mic. He's, there's a lot of screaming. Talking about Batman, there. you couldn't just put the signal up. God damn it! I sent the bat over to your house, bro. <laughs> shit. Yeah, <laughs> that's fucking funny. That is some funny shit. That's never happened on here before. Good luck with that, worst damn. Oh, Victor, yeah, continue where, yeah, uh, we were watching Never Hike Alone. We were watching Never Hike Alone, and at that time, I believe it was, like, roughly around, like, 2.2 million views. It was somewhere, it was approaching 2 million views, something like that. we were all sitting around talking, and we're like, man, wouldn't it be crazy if this idea uh, surpassed it? Not that it's a competition, but we never had that kind of attention before. Yeah, especially not for horror. Yeah, Mm -hmm. and... um, Wow! Ever after we made it, it it climbed past it pretty quickly. It didn't take very. We long. were shocked. We were like yeah. blown away. We were watching the views in real time, just right, like blowing <laughs> up. It yeah. was just crazy. Like nice. I mean, I can tell you to this day, realistically, that video. Look, I'll tell you what the I'll tell you what the numbers are. I mean, it don't stop, dude. And we didn't expect to only get barely what maybe ten thousand views at the most exactly. on, that, on that film. That's what we kept saying. We're like, we're not expecting big stuff. We just wanted to, we just wanted to do it. Yeah, I remember I was at work, and every day I would like just kind of refresh on my phone, and I'm like, holy crap, it hit fifty. Holy crap, it hit a hundred. Holy crap, we're at five hundred. It's like it just yeah. kept going and going and going, and like every day I think like there was another like ten thousand, twenty thousand views. Sometimes it was just yeah. a weird consistency that we didn't, we had no idea that it would happen especially because we we never really did like a a a a really like long horror film Mm -hmm. that was so different to what we've done before and uh we put a lot well josh and um a couple of the other guys put a lot of resources and time and money into it and i uh i just kind of jumped in and helped out where help was needed and uh just kind of fell into place with as a character for the film too i've always been like the comic relief most of the time so i'm that guy (laughs) he is that guy (laughs) um in the last 28 days it has forty-two thousand views it's gained in just the last 28 days like it just don't stop bro yeah that's awesome yeah i will tell you i will tell you though the only thing about it is i want people to know we have made zero dollars on that film yeah zero because you know, copyrighted characters, copyrighted yeah, sound. We knew if the character was copyrighted, we weren't going to make money, so we just did it as a kind of passion project. We weren't and, trying to make any money off of it. Right. You know? That was right. never the goal. <laughs> he's back. <coughs> he's back, but he's, he's got... Okay? 
You all right? You look scared. I just got long hair. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, by the way, in the movie, Ricky's hair, that's not his real hair. He's wearing a wig. (laughs) Whole film. My hair is actually really short, like (laughs) extremely short. Um, Just dancing in the woods. Yeah, dude, that scene was never supposed to be in the movie. And then one day I called Ricky up and I was like, dude, I have a scene. And no one else knew about that scene. Because I knew (laughs) if I told them about that scene, they'd be like, bro, we're not putting that in the movie. Mm -hmm. And so we just went and shot it. And then I just threw it in the movie. And at first it was going to be like a mock-up of Guardians when Star-Lord was dancing in the beginning. And then also it was kind of inspiration of when, if you pay attention, I tried to add like the original Joker's dance from the original Batman films when he was dancing in the art gallery. I kind of took some of those dance moves from that. I was kind of like inspired by both a little bit. Nice. Nice. You don't hear Joker's dance brought up a lot. Yeah. Yeah. That was just, it was just an idea. I wanted something a little bit different. I didn't want to just full up rip Star Lord's dance thing. So I was like, Josh was like, oh, I just want to put some dances and stuff in here, but I'm going to put some music. But I was expecting a whole different song, and he switched the song last minute. So it was like, it was a weird. <laughs> I looked back at it later. I'm like, hey, that ain't the song we talked about, but okay. <laughs> it happens, dude. It just yeah. happens sometimes. Like, you'll be editing, and you're like, hmm, I want to change that. And then it, I'll, trust me, I played it a million times. In fact, in the beginning of the movie, um, What's that song at the beginning of uh, Yar Horror Buffs? What's the song at the beginning of um, uh, Bride of Chucky? The song. I can't. You know what song I'm talking about? No? It's, uh, what's no. the song, Ricky? Google it real quick, Ricky. All right. Um, well, anyways, that song, he'll tell you in a second, but that song was originally the song that the movie was going to open up to. Living Dead Girl? I played it back so many times that my daughter, like, knew it religiously so when we come on the radio my daughter would be like daddy that's in daddy's movie that's in daddy's movie but then i'm thinking it's not really because i done changed the song but that that was it for the longest time actually what's the name of it <clears throat> it should be by blondie i think by blondie oh then that's uh call me call me yeah, yeah. call me call by me. Blondie. that's uh, that was yeah. actually the that was gonna what the movie was gonna open up to and then it changed yeah i actually <laughs> have uh, i have it on youtube yeah. still yeah, it's definitely. just private where no one can see it. I'll show you real quick. Yeah, the uh, Stranger Things was very popular. I mean, it still is, but it was uh, very fresh at the time. Yeah. When, we, uh, when Josh edited that. Yeah. Jayhan was good. What's up, Jayhan? I can do it too. <laughs> we also had a lot of uh, <clears throat> indie uh, moments where, uh, funny thing is, if uh, Josh would like to tell us uh, when when we were doing that opening sequence when they're doing the over the woods and all that and you're seeing the shots on the drone and everything mm-hmm. that that drone those drone shots was from a, a simple drone from Best Buy like it was yeah. what what how much was that that drone like maybe five hundred three hundred three hundred I yeah. never intended on keeping it guys that's I always <laughs> intended to return it always that's a that's a, that's a <laughs> so he rent, it was almost like renting and he would like just return it. Yeah, that's a filmmaking hat. We spent a lot of money, but we got it back because he returned it. Oh, I would always return it. So, by the way, (laughs) a funny thing about that drone, we're filming the scene where, um, you know the scene where I stabbed the girl in the beginning? I remember um, this. The woods. Mm -hmm. uh, It's uh, right before the title sequence comes out, okay? Well, originally I had this cool idea. I was like, 
it'd be cool if when I stab her, we filmed it with the drone and then the drone goes up to the sky and that's when the title comes up, right? Well, that was like the goal. We were going to get that shot. So for some odd reason, we could never get that bitch to, to charge. So we're flying it up in the sky and I'm like, yes, this shot's going to be amazing. And then it just drops out of nowhere. It oh, shit. And just drops in the sky. And I was like, where's it at? And like Nick went to grab it and just on the ground shattered pieces. So when I returned to the Best Buy, I was like, I have no idea what happened. <laughs> I was like, I have no idea. Oh, shit. I mean, the battery was terrible. The I will admit that. The battery was not good at all. It sounds like it. But, uh, you know, we, we, uh, we're, we're, Penny pension filmmakers, obviously, we're not high budget, but yeah, this was the original intro. Mm. Well, it's backwards, <laughs> but you get the point, and that, yeah. that's the song I was originally going to use. I remember this. Oh, that would have been. Yeah, it was pretty good. cool, dude. And then I, for some reason, got in this, I got in this damn Stranger Things mood, and I changed it to Stranger Things. But yeah, that was the original uh, there. <laughs> and then we, we, the another you thing that we were going to do, another song I do remember we were awesome. going to use too, um, in the film when we were in the sequence of. Uh, I think it was the part where we ate the gummy bears and everybody was tripping. There was a different <laughs> song there. Well, it kept wanting to not let the audio be there because whoever's song it was, I think it was a, a Jimi Hendrix song and yeah, like we couldn't it use it and they were yeah. like blocking it every single time. So Josh was like, yeah. we got to change it. And it sucked because it, it felt yeah, so Believe it or not, we had to, uh, I think we had to take the movie down, yeah. put it back up with new stuff. And then that is the original copy you saw. But yeah, we had to, mm. we had to take it down originally. So wow. for a minute there, we kept getting copyright strikes, but eventually they just stopped. But yeah, for a minute we weren't getting copyrights. This is this so is what frustrating. I was thinking. Yeah, when when we made the movie, I knew we weren't going to make a dime off of it. So I'm thinking, why not give it this amazing soundtrack that everyone's going to be like, oh, I love the music, you know? I mean, why not? You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So I mean, we're not making a dime off anyway, so we might as well make it as most interesting as possible. So, um, I just started adding all kinds of music because I'm like, why not? You know what I mean? Like, I, I didn't really. I mean, the whole reason why we make fan films, at least for now is because we want to build a fan base. We want to gain experience and like, it's just a fan film. At least, you know, if we failed or whatever, we're not like, it's not like, you know, that, that final idea. Cause we do have some original ideas and we could talk about those in a later podcast or something, but we have some really cool original ideas. Um, and once they're in development and stuff, we'll, we'll be able to start revealing all that to y'all and nice, stuff. But. Nice. I do want to I do want to bring something up to you guys really quick, which I was just talking about over these last few episodes. So, <clears throat> still still working out the kinks. Some still working out the kinks, talking behind the scenes. But I am going to bring it up to you guys. I've been bringing it up to everyone else. But I want to do a um, filmmaker challenge, and let's say whoever joins it, it's a 50, It'll be a fifteen minute short. The budget two thousand dollars or less. Mm -hmm. You guys just do what you can, do what you can do. I'd say original content and just 
and so I, after that, I want to have a thing to where I play them on here on the live from your channels, of course, but playing it live on here. And I wouldn't have a vote. Any of my co-hosts wouldn't have a vote. It would be say you guys bring in your fans, I'll bring in my fans, and we just have them kind of vote off like that. And not to say one's better or worse than the other, but to hopefully you guys can collab like, hey, this is what, you know, this is what I'm better, you know, or they reach out to you, hey, how'd you do these shots? You know, how did you do that, this, that, and the third? You can kind of help each other with that, but it's also that challenge of making each other better. Okay, I I know I can do better than that, or I got some work to do. And just a a friendly competition to where it's helping pushing the independent scene up. I can actually, I, I know what you're kind of relating to. Funny thing is, if you ever watch the Great British Bake Off, they they always help each other. They don't really like, oh, yeah, you're on your own. They see you struggling like, hey, man, what what you need? What you need? I can help you out right here. What, what you got? And so that's kind of cool that you have that concept of like not, that's not really against each other in a community, but bringing yeah. each other up in a community. That's and I mean, you can still have the fun bragging rights, of course, and all right. that, because like what I want to do is like if there's. The way I want to have it set up, if I can do it like a monthly thing, have the monthly winner and then they come on for like a full episode and talk about whatever with their film and how they did it and this, that and, the third, and all that fun stuff. But it, but that also brings hopefully it's bringing other people to like, oh, now I want to join this. I want to try this because what it's going to do is get more eyes on people's video win or lose, which I think everybody's winning. But it's going to get more people watching those films and the people that did pick your film, even if it lost in the whole voting thing, they'll still go and, hey, I'm going to go follow these people on YouTube and watch more of their content. So. I don't see that. I don't see anybody losing to an, you know what I mean? Yes. The episode thing and all that stuff, whatever. But overall, I feel like everybody wins because everybody's getting eyes on their content and they're getting, they're gaining at least one fan. I feel if you have enough people watching, you're gaining at least one, one fan. And it could be from somebody that someone else brought like, Oh wow. These guys are awesome too. Let me go check them out. Sounds pretty good. That's pretty solid idea. I, again, still working out the bugs and all that stuff, but I will be making an announcement and, I'm just opening it up to any independent film creator that says they want to be a part of it because it's all about community and all this. And we don't want to end up how Hollywood is with this bullshit. I mean, uh, I understand why they're doing the strike. I respect them doing yeah. the strike. Stuff like that shouldn't have to happen for people to be treated right, paid right, and all the other stuff. It should just be a conversation. And, you know. But yeah, if you guys want to be a part of that, I will definitely add you to the list when I start making the list. That's for <laughs> sure. Awesome. Awesome. <clears throat> So how who how did you get into Ricky? How did you get into film? So literally, uh, funny thing is, like I said, uh, when when he did Furby, you know, that was my first uh, kind of kick at mm-hmm. acting in general. I've never really done plays before that. I never did um, any other short films, anything. It was literally my first time, and. Um, that was uh honestly to me was one of the coolest things because i never had it happen before <clears throat> and um it was so indie so but to us it felt so legit and fun and yeah. uh, fresh you know and um and i never thought about being an actor really i mean i watched a bunch of movies as a kid but i didn't think i would be into it but then when i did those scenes and josh uh gave me these uh things to do and when i did it and he watched it back and he was like dude that was amazing. Like I loved it. <laughs> so from there, you know, it kind of got me hooked. Like that dopamine kicking in and serotonin. You're like, oh, he's saying I did so good. You know, what if I could do? You know, and you think more. Oh, well, what what about these other projects that might come up and I can do more? And you just get that kick of uh of excitement from uh, something you've never done before. And so that's where I kind of started with film. And then from there, um, you know, later on, 
I started doing more with Josh and the guys. And um, I ended up becoming basically the main villain all the time or the funny guy all the time. <laughs> Victor was also the other funny guy all the time. Um, also a strong actor of our group. But uh, in, in, in that sense, you know, um, I started doing that. And then eventually I started helping with camera work. And I had never done cameraman at all, like an ounce in my whole life at first. <laughs> and, um, you know, obviously when you first start, you're not going to be great. You're not going to be great at all. You're going to be very amateur. Your shots are going to be subpar. You're, you're not going to have that experience. Well, you know, over time, you, you get a, a better sense and a better idea of what you're looking forward to do in the films. And um, by Josh giving me the chance to be a cameraman, um, it helped me build my cinematography um, experience. So when it comes to a film, if Josh is like, hey, we're doing this scene, I need this and this in the scene or I need these kind of shots for the scene. I'll be like, all right, cool. And like, for some reason, we, we know exactly what we're looking for in a scene when he tells me and I can do it. And um, from there, uh, that was my cameraman part. Um, and for a while, you know, I was just doing cameraman acting. And then slowly <clears throat> when Josh would be kind of like burnt on doing the editing part of it, you know, cutting the film or the videos and all that, I would jump in and try and help cut things. And that's how I started learning my video editing skills from that. Um, and from there, you know, after learning that skill, I learned a bit more. And so like, there's a lot of times that Josh will rely on me for some weird specific scenes to do some special effects that you wouldn't typically do on a normal video. And, um, he like for example in the uh friday the 13th film uh my character gets his head cut off and um when he got his head cut off i had to literally uh, we took a picture of me literally like making <laughs> the costume the wig or anything and mm. then there i took my face off of that pasted it on the dummy's head that we had my wig on and my beanie on with the <laughs> cut off head and then i had to photo edit it to make it look like my face was on the head and then like it was believe me it was a lot harder than it seems but it was like having to cut it like blend it and make it look realistic enough so it was believable to an extent obviously you're not you're gonna know it's not real but yeah to an extent to make it feel like it was somewhat real and like those are those specific skills that i learned throughout time of how to do some sort of special effects for our films and uh, it, like I said, it was a lot of trial and error. And when I was younger, I messed with like photo editing programs. So I learned a lot from that. It's a lot of uh, practice, rinse, repeat, practice. Yeah. Rinse, and that's rinse, why rinse. we keep doing these things because we're learning and we're, we're evolving. And like we, if you guys go watch Batman versus the movie you just watched, you'll see the evolution. Like okay. when we shot Friday, we shot that on a $500 camera and we had like a $500 budget. <clears throat> when we shot the newest Batman film we just did, we shot that on a uh, black magic, like $6,000 camera. So nice. our, we've, we've evolved since then, you know, we're, we're gathering resources and stuff. And so, and we try to take a more realistic mindset in film. Now we used to have a lot of big amateur ideas. So you'll be like, Oh, we can do this crazy stuff in a film. And then when you go back to the drawing board, you're like, that doesn't look good. That doesn't sound good we shouldn't have did that. Tougher. And so, and when we did 
Batman. I'm not trying to steal the spotlight and talking to you guys, but um, when we did Batman, when we did the stairwell scene, if you go back and watch that, uh, we had a lot of people there that day. And um, we did, we had an idea, but we didn't know what we wanted to specifically do. And mm. I was used to choreographing fight scenes for plays. So it was more realistic and less flashy so that people were safe and didn't get injured. And so when I would do when I did the scene for the Batman film, I was thinking realistic, you know, um, we need to make it quick and punchy, but also um, make it more um, easy to film and actually do it. Because we had people like, oh, well, what if you throw me over here? And what if you do this? And I'm like, <laughs> Batman can't do all that. Okay. Batman it's funny has when you're on set, like 40 <laughs> people all have opinions all of a sudden. And they're all like, we should do this. And, and, and the sad we have to make a decision of what we really are going to do. Right. So. And so a lot of times I would, I'd come up with an idea. And if it was something that's kind of a good linear pace, this is going to work. And then if some people had some stuff they could put in the mix to make it work, then I would say, okay, that sounds pretty good. Let's try it. Um, the biggest part was making sure Batman could move in the fight because uh, the limitations of that costume, it's just, <laughs> it's crazy. So like imagine. that's that's the realistic part of thinking about, okay, yeah, the film's fun and all, but we need to work within our limitations of doing stuff. So this film and when we did Batman was a lot of making sure we're covering our limitations instead of just like unreal unrealistic expectations yeah there nice. are a lot of limitations with the um the um jason costume as well well with the underwater scenes and oh yeah so i want to get into telling you about our friend josh because um josh was the uh stuntman in the film i'm sure you've seen the, the stunt stuff like he would play the mm -hmm. stunt guy like for jason like, I didn't need a stunt guy, but, like, at the same time, I'm like, yeah, I'd rather someone else do my stunts. <laughs> so, so um, Josh actually passed away. So, oh. just let you know, yeah. Wow. Sorry, so, um, sorry to hear that. Yeah, Josh isn't with us anymore. But he was, like, the driving force of that movie. Like, we, like, uh, the first day I went, in, the, the mask in the film, I went over to his apartment and traded him an action figure for that mask. <laughs> Oh, and shit. then I went home and repainted the mask and like that because that mask is entirely painted by me. And then like the costume was just from uh, I think I went to Goodwill <laughs> and I just bought some stuff from Goodwill and we, we just built it. And like by the time I started like posting pictures and like people started seeing it and they started getting all interested. And then we sent out a casting thing on Facebook and the first day of filming, we had like 30 something people show up. It was amazing. Like. There, and it was like, I, I'd have to say, I'd say probably 50% of them we didn't even know. Like, we've never even met them before. And so um, a lot of them are from a haunted house down the road from us. And uh, that's uh, a lot of them still work with us to this day. So pretty cool. See, that's dope. That's dope. Mm -hmm. That's real dope. When did you get, or what's the, is Batman the last film you guys did then? The yeah. most recent one? Mm-hmm. Okay. We uh, I we did shoot a Chucky film, but I'm still editing it, so it'll come out later. It's gonna be a Christmas movie, so it'll be coming out later this year. But Batman's the last uh, film that was that's on YouTube that we made. Yeah, 
Interesting, a Chucky film. That'll be interesting to see. It's a Christmas movie too, which is cool. I, I always thought they should make a Christmas Chucky movie. I just think it's clever. So we'll see how this. I got to see how that goes. Since I since I since I explained my part, hey Victor, how about you explain to them how you got into all this with us as well? Oh, I was voluntold. Voluntold. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, I met Josh, and then ever since then, we all just would hang out and Josh has a very, um, he has a magical way of making you do things. And um, <laughs> like I would, when we first began, I was, I'm a little older. So I had the, the driver's license and the, the vehicle and he would just somehow be able to talk you into like driving your, your truck until you hit E and then <laughs> somebody else give you gas money so that he can go to Walmart and get this, this paint or whatever. So, <laughs> but it's a lot of fun. I really enjoy it. I'll call Vic. This is how this is how casting works for me. So I'll call Ricky up. Ricky, bro, dude, we're about to make this movie. He's like, yes, let's do it. I call Victor up. He's like, what do you want? <laughs> and I'll be like, you've got to play this character. He'll be like, I don't want to. I'm like, Victor, please. All right. <laughs> and then that's pretty much how it goes. Seriously. Oh, that's man. To the T. And also, when we're on set, if I'm like, dude, then everybody instantly knows like that was an amazing shot. Like, <laughs> I will tell you the one scene that Josh literally struggled to film in the Friday oh 13th fan film was when the scene when it shows up and Victor has pee on the ground and everybody's knocked out. Dude, he I could not do it for so no many times. That he was like, Dude, if you go watch so the, after, like, the after credits and there's like the, uh, the, the, what was it? Uh, the bloopers. Mm -hmm. In those bloopers, I'm pretty sure there's a bunch of scenes of him like dying laughing because he just couldn't do it. <laughs> I couldn't do it. Dude. Like, I get right there and be like, and I just start dying laughing. And we're like, dude. And he's no like, I'm sorry. We're like, we're just trying to get this over. And with. Ricky had to film. Ricky had to end up filming the Dancing Queen scene too because I couldn't film that either. <laughs> I just thought it was too I remember that. I just couldn't yeah. control myself. Yeah, and yeah. Like, when I started laughing, everyone in the room's like, Josh, shut up. <laughs> the only other one I think he struggled. Well, no, I don't think he struggled was the part where Josh uh, handed me the, the, the gummy bear and I ate it right out. Uh, he spit it out and then I ate it right out. I was afterwards. able to hold it in, but I started dying laughing after I cut it. Yeah, and then right after that, I was like, but I spit that gummy bear right out. <laughs> <laughs> the so dedication guys, it's dedication yeah. guys he tried you guys have heard gotta commit oh yeah you gotta make it good <laughs> and that's why like i was committed to that scene they were like we were like how can we make this funny when they were like well we gotta make it where we can't give doug the, the gummy bears and like and so we were like well what's funny after that and josh was like what if i just spit one out i was like do it i'll do it and then he put it right in his mouth and i was like no <laughs> Everything we do in the movies is real, bro. All the weapons real. Every weapon we ever use is always real. Like we always use real shit. Like when we were filming the Batman movie, we were on top of a Planet Fitness with a real rifle. Like not, real rifle. Not, I'm just saying, it was awesome. But luckily, but luckily, there wasn't people around this like the area where we film. A lot of times, there isn't a ton of people, so you're kind of in like a rural kind of city area. Mm -hmm. So you kind of have like this like. You have a playable time. We know all the cops. Every time they show up, they're like, can oh, yeah. we change you guys? And we're like, no. <laughs> <laughs> like, they all no know problem. us. Man. Well, funny, speaking of that, too, 
we were actually filming the final scene in the Batman movie where he throws the smoke bomb on the ground and Red Hood is walking away. One of the SLU cops pulled up and we needed lights and we had nobody with cop lights. And we were like, hey, can you turn your lights on? And we luckily had lights for that scene. And he, he oh, let wow. us use his cop lights. So we've had like luck in a lot of our films as well. All right, Victor, what were you saying? Oh, I was just saying, you know, you, you guys have heard a lot uh, from us. How did y'all come across the, the film and um, what led you to oh, want yeah. to um, want to reach out? Honestly, um, so we just finished a segment in July called uh, Camping with Search. Well, actually the beginning of August, to be honest, called Camping with Search 30. Mm-hmm. And I just found 13 random fan, horror, or Friday 13 fan films. So I did those. And then... I, it was either before or after that when the strike happened. So I was like, all right, let me start doing fan films. Let me start doing indie films until the strike is over. I'm going to try. I'm going to still do my content. If I run out of that, then I have to go back to those films. But until then, I'm going to keep going through that. So after that happened, I did, well, what I'm doing now, getting indie with Search 30. And it's just reaching out to people on the indie scene who have films out that I can access on YouTube or whatever, or Tubi or something. And since I've been looking for so many fan films recently, Fan films just literally just pop up on my YouTube. Dope, shot. Pop up, and I just save them on a playlist. If I and if, if people have you know their about you know the about section, you put your your email or just something. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna reach out. If there's a way I can reach out, I'm, I'm gonna reach out, and if I can contact them and connect with them, cool. If I can't, I tried. Yeah, and, and that's important if you want to grow. Be able to have mm-hmm. the ability for people to contact you so you can collaborate and exactly. Grow. And again, going back to what I was telling you guys about a little while ago with that whole challenge thing, it's a great way for everybody to grow and learn and teach and all that other stuff. And shit, there may be some filmmakers in your town or your city that you don't even know about. And you're like, holy shit. And you guys made, yo, we got to work together. Yeah. Or maybe a couple hours away. I don't know, but enough, you know, worth the travel even. Oh, shit, Absolutely. we got to work together. You guys are great at this. We're great at this. And. You know, I think it'll be a fun thing. I think it'll be a really, really, really fun thing. And it's funny you say that uh, when we did our first, the, the trailer for our Friday, I mean, not our Friday, I'm sorry, um, for the Halloween trailer that we worked on, that was like our first like real shoot with the Black Magic. Mm-hmm. And uh, Josh had met um, the guy, what's his name again? What guy? Uh, the one that had the drone and all that. What was his name again? Oh, oh, George. George, yeah, George. Mm -hmm. Um, He met George, and this guy does music videos and everything, Um, like heavy metal music videos and things like that. And um, somehow Josh got in contact with him and asked him if he wanted to be a part of, you know, the shoot for Halloween trailer. And he was like, heck yeah, dude. And he showed up, and he helped do a lot of stuff. And And we uh, had, um, I don't know if you guys know are familiar with the 13th Gate. Mm-hmm. But uh, we had a makeup artists from the 13th Gate come and do uh, makeup for that, too. That was really cool. And oh, so wow. it was more or less what I was trying to collaborate with there was you were saying filmmakers that we don't know of. We didn't know of mm-hmm. him until Josh, you know, somehow ran into him and got in touch with him. And, you know, it's kind of cool that you you don't know that you have those filmmakers around you until yeah. you run into them or mm-hmm. something yeah. like this, like you said, where, you know there's locals and they're like oh i didn't know you were here and it's kind of this cool. guy right here i don't know if you ever seen this this page before it's no, called I films 
Um, he shared our uh, film on there. He does all, he does every horror fan film. Well, he oh, shared okay. our stuff, and that's kind of how that's one of the first publicity we got for our horror fan films was this guy sharing it because he's got eight thousand he's got eight thousand uh, followers. Um, he also ironically we got to start chatting, and he's from Louisiana too, so we thought that was See? funny. See, that's dope. Mm-hmm. Now you got to try to get him in one of your movies. Like, hey, come on. He actually, he was like, next time I'm down, dude, I want to be in one of your films. It's so oh, funny. that's awesome. We get that all the time. Like, like all the time, people will want to be in our films and stuff. And sometimes it works out and sometimes it don't. We have a few people that are actually, like, real, like, in tons of movies that are in our films as well. Like, it's not just, you know, just us friends. Like, we have mm. actual people that have very extensive IMDBs that are in our stuff. Mm. Funny because they'll be like, I had more fun doing this movie for free with you guys than I did, you know, making thousands of dollars making these other movies and stuff. It's just funny how that goes. So. Yeah. Hmm. Sometimes I guess it's the pressure and then just how people are being treated. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because when it comes to money, people, not everybody, but when it comes to money, there's people who are like, I'm paying you so I can treat you however I want to treat you. Right. So that's not how right. that works. And it's mm-hmm. kind of funny you say that too. A lot of times we have new actors come on set and they feel you could see that they feel a little uptight because they don't know the 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 energy of the set mm-hmm. until they finally meet me and Josh. And we're like, dude, you don't have nothing to worry about. We're we're not here to like wring your neck if you did something wrong. We're we're here to just make a movie. That's all it is. Yeah. We want to have fun and make a make a good film. That's that's really it. We um when we were filming Batman, I had gotten in touch with this girl to be in the movie. And, of course, Victor and everyone's like, oh, you're just trying to date her or whatever. And I really wanted her to be in the movie and stuff, right? And we filmed that first scene with her, and she, like, blew our minds. Like, we all stopped. Victor knows. He knows. It, like, literally, like, Ricky knows, too. Like, whenever we were filming it, and, like, she just, like, blew out this monologue. And we were all, like, blown away. And now I'm married to her, so <laughs> it was amazing. Uh, wow. Yeah, it was legit. I was, like, it was crazy. It blew our minds. Like, and that's never happened before. Like, it, um, I can agree. I really remember that scene like yesterday. Like, I remember I was like, "Dude, where, <laughs> where did you get her from?" <laughs> yeah, it was cool. She's actually a makeup artist too, so that's how that's nice. how I really first met her. Nice. Um, so yeah, yeah, I'm, all I'm, about connections, cool. man. Meeting people, like connecting, is so cool. It is. It is. Like, as soon as Victor told me about this, I was like, I'm down. I'll be there. So, it, I don't know anything about you guys. You guys could have been murderers, and Victor <laughs> was going to kill me when I got here. And I still would have been down. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, I mean, it's it's just, to, again, it's just to help get exposure. Help. Yeah. Your, hopefully some of your fans tune into this, and they'll come check me out, and hopefully my fans tune in to this as well, and they'll go check you guys out, and all that goes. That's what it's really all about at the end of the day. And like I say to everybody else, there's enough for everybody out here. So there's no point in being selfish and greedy. I'm like, you know, just shit. What's the point? For sure. I see you wearing a turtle shirt. You seen the new Ninja Turtle movie? Going to see it tomorrow with the wife. Cannot nice. wait. I haven't seen Cannot it yet. Wait. I want to see it. I want to yeah, see we're it. going. We're going tomorrow night after work. It's on my right. list. Wait. I gotta tell you, I pulled up the Batman and left it playing here while we were talking and stuff, and that's partly why I've been quiet, so I can make sure that I am listening to you, but at the same time being <laughs> mesmerized by some of these <laughs> shots, and I'm like, that drone shot of the bridge, some of the... Oh, mm-hmm, sturdy, you need to watch the, um, it. Listen, listen, yeah. I'm, gonna t- I'm gonna tell you right now, I'm gonna tell you guys right now, I will 
after the episode, I will forward. I'll give you his email, but whatever. You guys will have each other's emails because I already know where he's going with this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's so weird, too, because this episode, I, I had a guest on and I kind of did this interview with them. And it's kind of turned into this thing now that I have five other people lined up for. So I'd like to make you a sixth. You know what I'm saying? And because that, uh, yeah, we got some shit to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're talking about Friday the 13th right it. now. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Yeah, man, it's crazy. The movie just became a sensation, an overnight sensation. Like, we made the film thinking that, you know, we would get a couple hundred views, and then now we're in, in the five millions. Like, it's just fantastic. It's wild how it just kind of blew up. And, like, I mean, it, it just never stopped. So, uh, it, and the reason why Friday the 13th ha- is so big on YouTube right now is because of all those right copyright issues mm. that happened. Like, there couldn't be a mo- there hasn't been a movie since 2009. So, like obviously people want Friday the 13th. And so when we saw never hike alone, we were instantly like, we need to do this too. Like we need to see if we can, you know, gauge anyone's interest from making our own Friday the 13th. And and it's amazing how much it's blown up. Now I definitely, definitely was kind of a cool little movie to watch. Uh, So just before we came on live, we were getting a bit into a story and it was at the scene where uh, somebody mm-hmm. got bashed in the head with a freaking hammer. Hmm. Yeah. We're getting to that. What happened there? <laughs> well, I was lining it up and I was like, Oh, I got this. I'm not going to hit him. And then I did hit him. <laughs> I, just, I was like, I got this. And I did it like five times before and I stopped every time. And I was like, got it. Wow. And I was like, no, if you watch the bloopers at the end, you hear as soon as it happens, everyone in the background is like, "Ooh!" We were all standing in a big. That's how all the it. movie, every movie we ever shoot, there's like ten people standing behind us, like yeah. watching, and like, yeah, everyone's like, "Oh!" Yeah, because you could hear it. It sounded painful. Yeah, it was. It was, I, was I was like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> well, we had another. We had another oopsie on Batman too, but I'm not gonna talk about that right now. Yeah, we'll talk about that later. Save that for the next show. Say that for either his show and then save it again for popcorn and pints. Yeah. So um this the in the beginning of the film, there's a broken machete that we well the, well, the machete looks like it's stabbed into the girl, right? Mm-hmm. The whole reason we had that machete is because Victor broke it. And so when he broke it, I was like, Oh, we should use it as like it's stabbed in her already. So we went and bought mm-hmm. another one. But yeah, we we used that to our advantage. There you go. Nice, nice. Yeah. That's smart. Victor broke it on purpose because he had a vision. He did. Thank you, Victor. I, no, I was chopping something down for you, and I can't remember what it was. And it was a $5 Harbor Freight machete. It was. So when it broke, I just went and bought another one. He did. And I was like, Victor, go buy another one. Yeah. And I think that's really – I think that's why people really enjoy working with us and then watching our stuff. It's because it's doable. Like, if you yeah. – you know, you, you save up a little money, go get a camera, you can return it. It's not the most ethical thing, but you can return it. And if you don't factor in the money for the equipment, you know, with returns, I think, what, we spent maybe $250 on that entire film? Oh, actually, the only real true money we spent on the film was I did rent the lens from uh, whatever lens company. I don't remember what the company was. Mm-hmm. But I rented the lens because we had a lens. It was we shot the movie on a, a Sony A6000, okay. and I was like, if we had a better lens, the movie would instantly look better. 
So we, I ended up buying, I mean, renting the lens, which I did pay like two, $300 for. I bought a gimbal, used it and returned it. <laughs> I bought the drone, wrecked it and destroyed it and returned it. So yeah, and honestly, yeah, we probably spent like three, $400. I mean, it wasn't much there and, and awesome. made the whole movie. God, that's awesome. We actually shot the movie. We shot the movie at um, the Louisiana Renaissance Fair. Ricky's really good friends with the owner. And he was like, yeah, y'all can use it every weekend because they're not open during the summer. So we filmed mm. that every single weekend, and it was awesome. It was like we had a set every time we went. So. See, that's awesome. And yeah. it's, <clears throat> what's funny about that is it brings us a conversation we had la on last night's episode as far as <clears throat> he was saying how just go to local businesses and just be polite and ask, hey, we're going to be out of the way, whatever the case may be. You guys have a different connection because Ricky's actually friends with the person. So it's a little bit easier. But, again, you guys still went and approached and tried to get it and got it successfully, and it's just – it's dope. The biggest thing for that is uh, I, I put this this method of thinking. If for any other, like, indie filmmakers out there, just ask. If they say Seriously, no, what's like, it going to hurt? Ricky says okay. it all the time. He's like, just ask. And you'd be surprised how many cool places we filmed because people are like, sure, why not? Uh, mm -hmm. For the Friday, I mean, uh, for the uh, Halloween film we did, uh, I really wanted to film uh, in a daiquiri shop. And it was during COVID, actually. And we asked mm -hmm. if we could film in there because no one was allowed to go in there because the daiquiri shop was uh, just serving through the window. And they let us film in there. It was just so cool. Like, people were just so quick to be like, sure. They want to be a part of things. People want mm -hmm. to, to help, you mm -hmm. know, but... I think there's a stigma where, like, oh, what if they say no? Okay. And? Yeah, moving on. We'll just, go find someone else like, that yeah, so, time. Thank you for having, you know, yeah. talking to us. And just move on. Yeah, I mean, some they may just say no because, hey, we're, we're going to be too busy. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. That that, yeah. Whatever the case may be. So it's just don't be offended by it. Maybe next time. Yeah, don't be offended. Be respectful because <clears throat> next time they may want to work with you. And honestly, sometimes they'll be like, you know, not right now, but in a few weeks or something, contact us back, and then we will, and boom, they're ready to do it that time. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, sometimes it might not work right then, but, yeah. Nine times out of ten, we've gotten every place we've ever wanted to film. Like That's good, though. Um, This one time, we wanted to film at this mansion. And, Ricky, do you remember this? I don't know if you remember this. But we wanted to film at this big mansion in our hometown. And we went over there to go talk to the guy. We actually ran into him at a store. And I was like, dude, can we film at your house? And he was like, sure, no problem. Like, whatever, you know. We actually drove over to the mansion. And we got out and these two big-ass Wattwallers came chasing after us. And we just got in our car and left. And we actually never went back to the dude's house. But the guy was super cool in the supermarket. We should have went back there because that would have been cool. We were going to use it as Wayne Manor. I really movie. think I think that was during the Simpsons thing we ran into him when we were doing the Simpsons contest. We were, we were. Uh, let me tell you about that real quick because this is kind of like how we got into like serious with filmmaking. Um, mm -hmm. We were because we made a few little films. It was after the Furby thing, and it was after we made a movie called Bloodline, and that was a vampire movie. Um, that was our first horror movie that I edited. Uh, I used to edit it with Movie Maker <laughs> back in the day. And um, my drama teacher called me up over the summer one time and was like, hey, the police station just called me and said that 20th Century Fox just dropped off like a bunch of stuff at the police station and they're looking for someone to be in a contest. 
and whoever wins the contest gets to be the hometown in the Simpsons show. And we were like, we'll do it. <laughs> so sure enough, we go up there. We're all teenagers. And they gave us everything. I got a free, it was like $600 camera. Um, we got a life-size display of the Simpsons. Um, all kinds of t-shirts and drinks and cups and nice. uh, energy drinks and all kinds of stuff. And they just gave it to us. They were like, well, we're not going to do the contest. So here you go. Because our hometown is Springfield. And um, we ended up painting everyone in Springfield. We painted the chief of police. We painted the the mayor. We painted but it was with the yellow. paint that they sent us. And it wasn't meant for painting people with, by the way. <laughs> it was house paint. And we painted everybody oh, in town. And I didn't even know. I really thought, like, I thought they gave us the paint so we could paint people. But it was not. It was house paint. And oh, so wow. it took forever to get it off. Like, it was crazy. But, yeah, we we didn't win. But the way you won was you – it was a voting system, right? But we just – we got it on the last week before you had to put it up. So, like, we only had one week to pump mm -hmm. the video out and get it on, on their website. And uh, so we only got – I think we ended up getting, like, a couple – it had to be, like, maybe six, 700 votes. But there was other people that had been in the game for a long time, for almost a yeah. month now, and had thousands of votes. So some, I think Illinois or somewhere up north won. But even though we didn't win, they still flew down here and gave us 200 tickets to bring our town to our town to the movies. And we brought like, yeah, we brought, oh, I know, and Victor. Victor, go ahead and tell him. Go ahead and tell him. I didn't get a ticket. Dude, they left, me, they left me outside. Dude, I showed up Victor, at the theater and they left me outside. That's dude, awful. That's Victor, though. Like, Victor is he was he'd be too shy to be like, dude, I'm one of the crew members and like walk in. So, basically, yeah, he got screwed and he, he didn't get to come to the premiere. But Victor should have been like the first person to get a ticket. Exactly. I don't know. I don't know how that happened. I was so aggravated about because that. Because he was good about to all the girls. Shut up. That's not true. That's not true. <laughs> I, I do understand that. So Victor should have got at least like the 75th ticket. <laughs> Thank you. Out of 200. Yeah, seriously. But no, I got to uh, I got to go up in front of the stage and stuff. It was cool. And like the 20th Century Fox people came and they like shook our hands and I introduced the movie. It was crazy. Like that movie's not that good, but it was cool. Like yeah, that was when the Simpsons movie came out in theater. Mm -hmm. by the way. Yeah. But uh, yeah, they were doing this big thing. And then after that, we used that camera for a while because, I mean, hell, it was awesome. And we used it until eventually I bought my own, and then we... I think it also broke after a while because it was a disc reader, and the disc reader yeah. just went bad. You remember those? Y'all yeah. remember those? They had, like, a disc in them, and you had to, like, fill it. Yeah, that was it's crazy. It was the worst like, time ever. I'm, I'm going to tell you that. <laughs> the worst time ever. Uploading footage was hell. Uh, it was. Never. And it never came out really good. It would always be really crappy because you had to, like, convert it and every time you converted it would downgrade Compressor. the quality it was so annoying. yeah it was so annoying mm. <laughs> yeah I, I love digital man god uh, bless 4k camera phones you know <laughs> yeah. 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 a million percent on that one yeah. <laughs> so what did you guys think about um return to crystal lake do you have any thoughts or comments or or anything um, like I can see why you guys did it the way you did it now that I know you guys more so with the personalities and stuff. Because but I'm a huge Jason fan, so with these fans, I'm just watching. I'm like, all right, this doesn't feel like like it didn't feel like a Jason film for me. But mm -hmm. at the same time, I get why you did what you did with your guys' personalities, with the budget and everything else. With the budget thing, I respect. 
But I, I get why you did it the way you did it. Because, again, you put your own personality, your own twist to it. So I respect that part of it. I'm just like, hey, they did their own thing. But yeah, right, I, and I do want to see more of your guys' stuff, though. I am going to check out that Batman film. Right. And to add to that, too, um, what I take into consideration for a good uh, quote that I think of time to time from a, an amazing director, Taika Waititi, when you make a film, don't make it for everybody else. Make it for yourself. Yeah. And if people don't like it, that's okay. Yeah. You did what you could do and you did what you enjoyed. That's all that matters. Yeah, so trust me, we got some it. negative comments. You oh, know, yeah. I, mean, I, I was expecting that. You know, I was expecting people to not take it, you know, exactly yeah, the way the, I saw it. The thing with negative comments, I think the bad part about them, they're not bad all the time. But I think the bad part about them is when some people just say they don't like it, they don't give you a reason why. Like, if, like exactly. me, it just, it just doesn't feel like a Friday 13th film for me. That's why it's right. not for me. Yeah. But, I understand that I understand why you guys did that because you know, you guys just did it that way. You know, you did your own thing to it. So right. that's perfectly fine. That's cool with it. But you know, people just say, Oh, this sucks. I hate it. But they don't right. say just why, why do you and, hate it? And that, and that, and a lot of times I've responded to comments when people have given uh, reasons and mm -hmm. I'm like, Hey, that's fine. You know, I'm not mad at you. I appreciate your, you know, uh, true criticism. And, you know, you have a right to your own opinion. Exactly. And I'm not mad at you for it. And uh, thanks for the feedback. Thanks for watching the film. Appreciate you, you know. And that's yep. all we can do is just thank people for watching it at least, you know. You're right cool, about cool, that. Cool. Uh, and then we show up at their house dressed up in, as Jason. And, I mean, they're not with us anymore. So See, I was going to interject <laughs> to be funny and be like, okay, then, since you like honesty, this bad. Of shit, and then you started that, and I'm like, "Ooh, no, let me not go there." No, I, I, let me let me see how to put this. Some of the shots I enjoyed. I enjoyed the way Jason looked. A little bit campy, a little bit extra campy, I should say. Other than that, though, like looking at this perspective, looking at how it was shot and how it was done, looking at you know the the limited resources, but you made it work. You can't complain about certain things. You know what I mean? You just can't. But <laughs> right, and that's the thing. Like a lot of times too, we've had a lot of new people on set doing the film. Like my brother was in that movie. My brother was the guy with the yellow hair and the ponytail, okay. and um. He had never did a film in his life before that. And I'm sitting there on set behind the camera. We're doing a scene and I'm like, I need you to do this. And then he does it. And I'm like, I need you to do that again. I'm sorry. I need you to do that again. I'm sorry. And then like he finally would get it. And like he still didn't fully grasp it, but he did good enough where I was like, OK, that was good. And then funny yeah, thing is day one, we had a guy bail like straight up day one. The, this guy was like, yeah, I'm not coming. And I was like, we've got to find somebody. And Ricky was like, my brother will come. And boom, he became the character. So, nice. like, we had to improvise. You know, I had a yeah. lot of people showing up that day. And we had to roll with it. Speaking so of that, on, my brother was like, hey, I want to do it again soon. <laughs> nice. On YouTube, uh, it looks like uh, we have an 88.6% on, I don't know if you can see it. You're probably not going to be able to see it. Anyways, yeah, it's eighty eight point six percent on the movie. So I mean that's pretty pretty cool to me. Yeah. It's got it's got thirty four thousand eighteen likes and four thousand three hundred eighty eight dislikes. So that's that cool. Is, yeah. For me. Portion is great. That. Ratio. But at, at the same time, likes or dislikes, you got them views. <laughs> that's what really yeah. matters. And that was the biggest thing to us. It's not about 
making the money it's about right. building a good fan base and when we do something of our own idea then we can start banking on our original ideas no yeah. I, I hear you and yeah. before, before we wrap this up i am going to reach out to you guys again for that once this whole challenge thing is like structured and together and i'll probably reach out to you guys sooner than that but i'm just because i don't know how long that's going to take for it to be like really put together right so it makes sense but i'm definitely reaching out for you guys for that because I think it'd be a fun thing to do. And I think you guys already said you would do it. And why not? Again, it's $2,000 or less original content and just go for it. 15 minutes short. What were you going to say, Victor? I saw you about to say something a second ago. Oh, no. I was was just going to say, you know, I have this aunt that lives out in uh, Houston. Um, And I I guess for me, when it started becoming real, like we're we're reaching a lot of people, I'd never even told her that we were doing this film. And she just messages me one night. She's like, I didn't know you guys did um, a Friday the 13th fan film. I was like, oh, yeah, we just did that a couple weeks ago. She's like, you guys got a lot of views. And I was like, I remember you told me about that. And I look on there and there's like 500,000. I was blown away. that That was a really good view. That's awesome. Yeah, it is. That's awesome. Our Batman film has 96.9%. It has 771 likes and 25 dislikes. So it, we've gotten better. Like, we're trying to get better, you know? Like, mm-hmm. also, you're talking about a movie, I think, what, Friday the 13th probably Four came out. Ago. Yeah, I mean, that was a, that's a whole different ball game back then now to now what yeah. we're kind of working with. So, um, oh, it when shows. it was real for me, uh, when we used to do uh, Yu Gi Oh! and it was blowing up and popular and stuff. This one time I was at Walgreens, I was working at Walgreens, and this mom comes up and she's like, hey, um, my son wants to know if he can have your autograph. And I was like, what? And he was, and she was like, he said that you make Yu-Gi-Oh videos on YouTube. And I was like, what? And he reckoned, this little kid recognized me. And I was like, this is crazy. And it's that's happened awesome. a few times since then, too. And that's happened to me at a convention one time. Mary was actually with me, and uh, my buddy Blake, that's also been in Yu-Gi-Oh, um, was with us at MechaCon. And I was just walking through the hallway, and a guy was like, Hey, uh, are you Zayo Haikitama? I was like, yeah. <laughs> he was like, oh, my God, I love the show. Da, 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 da. And I'm like, this, this is weird. So cool. <laughs> it's cool, but weird at the same time because you're not used to that. So then you actually get that outside in kind of like actors do. And you're like, look, dude, we're just a guy making videos on YouTube. That's really it. We're nobody special. Like, we're we just, just normal dudes. It. Yeah. So cool. That's awesome. uh, I beg to differ. I think there's something special. <laughs> Thanks, man. I yeah. appreciate it. No doubt. I'll start carrying around it. I, all I need is one person in public asking for my autograph, and I'm carrying around a Sharpie everywhere. I go. <laughs> <laughs> I'll even carry around the paper if I need to. That's yep, awesome. search thirty. <laughs> there you go. This dude you know gets headshots <laughs> just for it. Just there you right. go. Shit, why not? Why not? Because I don't uh, think, like even if you don't think you're that big, somebody else is just like, oh shit, I'm a huge fan. And then they can right. see you in person, and they're like, oh my god, I got their autograph. And see, that's what we were kind of at one point. We were almost trying to see like if there was a way we could have went to like that big uh, Yu-Gi-Oh convention for our show and dressed and, up um, and just see how many people would recognize us. Because right, know and um, we we thought about it, but then we kind of like we kind of. 
put that on the one of my big like dreams that. is to do a panel. I would love to do a panel at like It'd a convention one day. That would be so cool to me. Like, but then have like oh, a look. decent crowd for, with it, not just you know. I mean, yeah, a couple of people would be cool, but like actually have a decent size. Yeah, maybe have, 30 you know, people. I feel people good out there, people. and we're you know <laughs> talking about how we made some movie or whatever. That'd be so cool. Make it happen. I mean, I don't know how big your yards are. If you guys can run out like a theater or something and. Play your indie film in there. Have a panel right after. Make it happen to the point where you generating that traffic. Even if it started online, generating that traffic, then people, hey, guess what? We're gonna be at such and such a place. We're running out this theater. Blah 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 blah. We're showing our, we're we're dropping our independent film, full feature film. Blah blah blah. All that other stuff, and then we're gonna do a panel after, a Q and A after, and you can make it happen. Don't wait for the cons. Well, if you, it's you funny know. you say that. He did that with the Batman film recently. We actually rented. He rented out a whole. Uh, brewery. What was the place called a again? Brewery. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was a whole brewery, and uh, we had him on all the big screens, TVs, and everything. And then um, we didn't really do a panel afterwards, but it, it was there. It was like, cool. It was friends. a lot of people there. Oh yeah, it was a lot. Was it had to be at least like eighty people. But still, yeah, take, 80 to 100, something like that. Yeah. Take that That's same awesome. concept, but then put it in a setting where it's like more of a theatrical thing. Slash, you can go up front and talk to the people about it. They can ask you questions, and all that, and boom. And you guys, because you guys already did pretty much half of it as far as the movie part, which is the important part. But now it's like if you you can add the other part, maybe just at a different location, and go from there. Right, dude. I, I am gonna make that happen. We're gonna make that happen because yes. I'm gonna want to do it. I've been wanting to do that, so I said go for it. Yeah. <clears throat> you got any uh any other final Maybe. questions or anything? I know I don't know how long y'all go on this stream. Oh, it varies. <laughs> it, it really varies. Usually we hit about an hour, and then if it goes, it goes. If it Crazy how fast that hour flew by. Yeah, oh, yeah. I know. it always does. It always flew does. Um, so what what is your guys um <clears throat> next? next project you want to work on if 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 you feel like mentioning that literally the same thing i was about to ask um so we've been throwing a lot of original ideas around um if if i ever since we're talking about friday the 13th if i ever revisited friday the 13th i actually want to make it uh, a female jason movie i think that'd be really cool and that'd be it hasn't really been done before and i think it would actually be a really cool concept so that's something I've been wanting to now, do. With, um, do you, and by that, do you mean like not Pamela being the one that survives and goes through? You mean her having a daughter instead? A sister. No, he oh. does die in the beginning, but his sister is it's a revenge story. Ooh. And yeah, his sister goes after all the people that were involved in him dying. And um, yeah, so I, I, it's kind of like think of Happy Death Day meets mm -hmm. Friday the 13th. That's what I think of like the style I would want to go with. But yeah, I, I think that'd be really cool. Wouldn't that be that's, shit. That, yeah. It, yeah. It would, yeah. But have you ever seen happy death day? Like happy death day. I'm sure you've seen it, but yeah, it's like, you know, a girl and it's just more yeah. of a modern horror movie or whatever, yeah. but yeah, I could see that style or whatever. Um, and then we, uh, we're thinking about doing a comedy eventually. Um, nice. And uh, that's an original story, so I can't tell you everything about that one. Oh, no, <laughs> You're fine, good. Like super original, but yeah, um, we, we eventually we will start releasing stuff about it. Um, and then we have a horror, uh, more of like a demon spirit 
horror movie in the works too that we want to eventually do too. It's an original story. There you go. Um, also, uh, speaking of also the whole horror thing too, for the longest time, I wasn't really a horror fan. And the funny thing is they, Josh and them, have convinced me being a horror fan now. And funny thing is, I got so convinced, I, I, I became Michael Myers. <laughs> I have my whole mask. He dresses up as Michael now too. And like he inspired me and I worked real hard. I spent a lot of money on it. And yep. I even got the big old like fake like butcher knife here too. Like, <laughs> I love it all. And now it's like a, a whole he loves Michael now. Yeah, I love it Michael. Is. Dude, in our Michael Myers <laughs> film, like four people play Michael. <laughs> and uh, in, in Friday the 13th, I couldn't pull the bow back, so Victor <laughs> plays Jason for that that part. <laughs> right here, Victor, hold this. Yeah, I was like, Victor, you did the best. Yeah. Oh man, just love hearing about all the creativity, ingenuity, and just you know resourcefulness that goes into, it, especially for the realm that you guys are in with all of this. And then it's exciting again to understand that you, this is an evolution process for you. This is something that shows and displays how much better it's gotten very fast, very quickly from me just clicking a few of them on the channel. So definitely go check out these guys' channel. No, no roads media for sure. Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. I got the, the thing thing right here. Oh, legit. <laughs> I didn't expect that. Yeah, we do it. We do it the right way over here, guys. By the <laughs> way, I I actually helped create the intro part. Um, Josh was like, "Hey, I want a DeLorean in it, but I also want it to be like this retro thing." And I was like, "Okay, I got oh, an idea." I was on this big retro vibe, y'all. Like, I was never into '80s music as much as I am now after <laughs> we made Friday Thirteenth. Like, I love the '80s now. It's so weird. Like, it, before people would be like. Oh, which Star Wars movie? And I'd be like, oh, the new ones. But now it's like, oh, the old ones, because I love the eighties. Like, I don't know. Like, I just started. I just fell in love with the eighties. And all, what's <laughs> funny about that is all that came from the Friday the Thirteenth fan film, a franchise you hated at first. Now you love it, and now it made you love the eighties, which is it's wild. All of a sudden, he starts walking around with a hairband, fucking <laughs> wig on, whipping it around. Come on, guys, let's get the shot. Right? <laughs> yes, dude. <laughs> Oh my god! So Ricky, you weren't wearing shoes in that scene, right? <laughs> what scene? The scene where you're dancing. Are you wearing shoes in that scene? Dancing. In yeah, the actually, yeah. I was wearing uh those chucks. Are you wearing shoes. I, was but I will tell you a little a little snippet shoes. before. I'm not trying to give away too much, but when we filmed the Batman film, and he had to film inside the Batmobile, and everything was starting up in the Batmobile, he was only wearing chest up. Everything yeah, else was like shorts and everything. Get in there. Make it we're in the car and he's just wearing chest up Batman. And I was wearing shorts because yeah. <laughs> it was hot as hell. There's a day. picture we actually have on Facebook I posted and it was him and we're like, he's just That's in awesome. shorts and uh, the top and the hat. and I mean, the mask and all that. And it was just so funny. It was such a That's fun awesome. Time. And we're all dying, sweating. So something um, something about our movies that really like I like to make sure that we have is like the character. You know, like our movies always have to have that character and like I can't make a movie until we come up with that character and then we base everything around that character. Like I, the characters are very important to me. Like out of all the things in the movies that we do, I'm always like making sure every character counts. Like, like Victor's mm -hmm. character was important. Ricky's character was important. Like it wasn't just about Jason. Like that's why to me, the movie was a little different than a normal Friday 13th movie. Cause like uh, to me, we were trying to focus on different characters and stuff before they got killed off, you know, or whatever. So yeah. 
um we just love focusing on characters and i love character development and like it's just cool like that's why we added that goofy scene of ricky dancing because by the time we got to that part i was like ricky i would just love to see your character do this so and like i told you guys earlier when i'm watching this scene laughing the only person i was picturing was him doing the same shit just dancing in the woods but barefoot and the funny thing was uh that whole character uh josh gave me an idea of what he wanted I actually watched Pineapple Express a couple times before that, and Saul was my inspiration from yep. that. I told yep. him 100%. If you pay attention to the shirt, it says, like, friends with benefits, but it was, like, supposed to be that I was their drug dealer throughout the whole film because I was the, the guy. Yeah. But it was funny. He is the drug dealer. Saul, yeah. Yeah. Sure. That's Saul why he doesn't Saul have a counselor shirt. Right. He was, like, he's, like, that friend that nobody gives a shit about, but they still invited him because he had the car. Exactly. Like that, that was kind of the whole thing about him. Like he was the victor of the group. <laughs> they just invited him because he, he he could drive them there or whatever, you know. By the way, I couldn't drive a stick shift in that whole scene in the beginning. I was struggling to do it. <laughs> I messed up so much. In the drone shot, I got that drone shot and I was so proud of myself. The drone shot with the Jeep or whatever, like I was like so proud when I got that shot. And then I yeah, I wrecked it right into a tree after that. <laughs> but but that's not when we destroyed it. We destroyed it when we dropped it out of the sky. So, but yeah, I've never flown a drone in my life. And I got that shot of the Jeep and I was like, that was awesome. <laughs> Satisfied. <laughs> Satisfied. That's awesome. But I'll bring your guys logo up one more time and tell the people where they can find you. And the links are in the description. No Roads Media people, go check them out. All of our links are in the description. Horror Surf 30, Worst Damn Gamer. Go check it out. I'll see you in your nightmares. Peace.